0: Hey, it's your host Tinto and I have exciting news to share with you. Before we get into this weekend's episode, the romantic dramedy fiction podcast called Private Affairs, inspired by true events, is now live. In season one, Veronica, also known as V, a recent Melbourne transplant from Zimbabwe, unexpectedly finds herself in a situation with a charming Aussie doctor. She quickly has to learn how to keep her wig on when things get sexy, as well as navigate other complexities of an intercultural relationship. This project is sponsored by the Victorian Government of Australia through Creative Victoria and will be available wherever you get your podcasts. For more information, head over to www.privateaffairspod.com. I'm in. You should. In this weekend's episode, we talk about themes such as emotional abuse and suicide that some listeners may find triggering. Please consider skipping this episode if discussions of this nature are likely to cause you distress. Is that a breakup? Break? Oh. I think we have a situation right here. Hello. Hey, what's happening? Hi, The time much. is now. <laughs> <laughs> this is happening right now.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> How are you feeling? I'm
1: feeling good. I'm a little nervous, a little tired. I um, yeah. wasn't even... Um, I went out with some friends last night, but I came home early and then I fell asleep in my clothes because I was so tired. I wasn't even drunk, but I fell asleep in my clothes.
0: (laughs) And then you've had to get up early to do this. I don't envy you one bit. (laughs) But about the nerves, I'll give you some comforting words. Everybody says that they're feeling a bit nervous. But by the time the episode ends, they're like, oh, what, it's over already. I'm like, yeah, it was that good, wasn't it? (laughs)
2: <laughs> so, well, I'm so don't excited. even
0: worry about the nerves The only thing I'd say worry about is not saying your name Okay But if you do say your name, don't worry I'll, I'll sort that out in post-production, I'll bleep it out Okay For those listening to this podcast for the first time It's The Feeling Station And um, we touch on breakup stories that people would like to talk about With a view to give you lessons that you can learn from my guest experience And one of the things why the podcast is doing great is I do my best to keep my guests anonymous, which brings me to the fun part. Well, for me, at least. That's the part where I give you the name that you're going to use for the duration of this episode. Are you ready for your name? Yes, I am. So, have you got a pen and paper? I do. Great. So, I'm giving you a name from the kingdom of Lesotho, right? Which is a a tiny little country within the borders of South Africa. And your name is Lerato. Which is
2: L-E-R-A-T-O
0: okay. Okay. Lerato And uh, that's in a language known as SUTU And okay. that name actually means love Ooh. Yeah, kind of cute, huh?
1: Yeah, that's lovely, I like that <laughs> so, when you,
0: so, so when you think about your story, who do you think was more in love than the other you or the guy you're going to talk about?
1: so actually it's not a guy it's a woman
0: oh it's um, a woman <laughs> yeah <laughs> ah, cool, awesome um, so yeah so who did you feel you were more in love with i mean who was more in love was it you or she was
1: i think she was um oh. for certain yeah
0: really
1: yeah
0: yeah 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 right i guess we're gonna dig into that as 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 we get into the story right
1: yes absolutely <laughs> cool,
0: now this is the fun part for you too what name are you gonna give her for the duration of this episode
1: yeah, so I knew you were going to ask me that. So
0: <laughs> Standard procedure. <laughs> yep.
1: Um, so I think I'm going to go with the name Sira, which is actually the Persian word for sun. Oh, um, really? And the reason, yeah, the reason I'm going to go with that, yeah. um, I mean, I have Persian roots, mm-hmm. but um, it, like, so I think that the sun is like very powerful, right? But in very bad ways and in very good ways. Ooh. So we're walking with that duality in this story. Um, so I kind of want to... Um, I really kind of wanted the name to reflect that. I yeah. really
0: <laughs> like this and, and, and the meaning behind everything. So, Sira, how do I spell that? Is that S I R A?
1: It's C Y R A H.
0: Oh, Sira, that is dope. Mm. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, the, uh, today's story is about Sira and Lorato. Yes. Right. Now, on to the second bit why this podcast mm-hmm. is doing great is that there are some real life lessons that people learn yeah. from the story you're going to share. Mm-hmm. So what is it that you would like people to take away from what you're going to tell us today?
1: Yeah, Um. well, I I also thought a lot about this, too, because mm-hmm. it is a very long winded story with lots of nuances and things. So I wanted to pull out just a few things that mm-hmm. I think were very important to me yeah. as I've reflected on this Um relationship journey and breakup journey as well. Mm-hmm. Um so my first one is that there are two very real truths to every single experience. So whether that be a relationship or whatever, um you know everybody says there's two sides to every yes. story but I kind of think that there are two truths, not really sides. You no. know everybody's living their experience in their own way and so that's something I had to learn from
0: Do you know that everyone. is really deep and I've never really thought about it that way because when people say there's two sides to a coin it, it makes it sound as if there's a good side and a bad side. Yeah. You know, whereas this one is saying that there are two truths to the story and to every experience because you live your truth of that experience, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That is dope. Okay. Number <laughs> okay, two.
1: Okay. So that's my first one. Mm-hmm. And my second one is don't seek external validation for internal needs.
0: <laughs> oh, oh do you know what man you're dropping some crazy college words and expressions in there so don't seek external validation for internal needs man yeah. and
1: i think a more a more simple way i guess to put that is just don't use relationships to feel to fill gaps for un, things that are unmet in your life that you know that you need help with don't use relationships to sort of fill that
0: wow yeah i, I really like that do you have a third one
1: yeah. So my third one is don't be afraid to leave a situation that doesn't fill your cup um, no matter what, because mm-hmm. that could end up making you the codependent one.
0: Yeah. 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 For, for, for a lot of people, that's not an easy thing to do. It's not. Yeah. You know, because think, you, you, you have emotional mm-hmm. attachments to people, physical attachment, yeah. and, and, and sometimes leaving those just creates the whole gap that you mentioned to say that people yeah. shouldn't try and get, yeah. you know, filled.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's honestly, it's so great that you said, I mean, it's a cycle, right? It's yeah. like kind of having to grapple with that. It's like, well, if I leave, what mm-hmm. if this and this and that happens? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard, you know, I'm not going to, I think that a um, majority of the story I'm going to tell you kind of highlights that it's really yeah. hard to leave. Um, but when you do, you know, it's an adjustment and, you know, you know, you always come out on top. Both yeah, people do. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Nice. So those are three lessons. Did you have more or you want to leave it at those Then perhaps we might pick up some as we go?
1: I think we'll pick up some as we go too. I think one of the, maybe a sort of a side uh, lesson, a sub lesson <laughs> yeah, yeah. is um, recognize patterns. Um, and they're usually your, pat- like what, you, what your gut tells you is usually correct. Yeah. But I think that that's a pretty common one that yeah. we hear.
0: Yeah. Do, do you know, and the, the number of times that we hear this thing just says to me the gut is such a difficult thing to tune into and trust. Yeah, And the, the, the more I listen to these stories, it's starting to feel like that might be related to the experiences we have,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, you know, as individuals. Um, I, I've had an ex, mm. you know, where sh- she would disappear after a certain time, usually around 8 p.m. every day.
2: Mm. And
0: my gut used to tell me this is not right.
2: Mm.
0: But because I had another ex who would also vanish about the same time before, I thought this was the norm. So my gut Mm. constantly told me, dude, this is a problem. But Mm. my previous experiences kind of dictated it was the norm. So Mm. this recognizing patterns and listening to what your gut says is a great thing, but it continually comes up on the episodes because it's nearly impossible to do.
2: Yeah. You know, if there was somebody
0: who has a gut coach, (laughs) I would go to that coach every day and say, (laughs) oh, teach me how to listen to this damn thing because I just don't get it.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah, and if we have one experience that's wrong and we yeah. do trust our gut, we're like, it just kind of That's
0: yep. it. Then you're like, nah, I knew it. I shouldn't have listened to it. You know, you know, because yeah. it literally screwed me over.
1: Exactly.
0: Dope. So I'll play back those four lessons. First one is up. Um, there are two truths to every experience. Then lesson number two: don't seek external validation for internal needs. In other words, don't use relationships to fill gaps for things unmet in your life third one up don't be afraid to leave a situation that doesn't fill your cup and last but not least recognize patterns what your gut tells you is usually correct and listen to it
2: mm-hmm.
0: right cool let's get into it so tell me about how you met sira did you, did you say sira 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 or Cira, yeah.
1: whatever okay, whatever four. works yeah yeah so yeah
0: so tell me how you met sira and how you guys got connected
1: so we actually met um, at, in university, so at uni, um, and we actually met my second year mm-hmm. of, of uni. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were the same year. Didn't really, you know, I went to a very small school. So, you know, you kind of know of everybody, but I was some, I like to mind my business. Mm-hmm. I really do. I think that when I don't for even one second, it gets me a lot of trouble. So, <laughs> I <mind> my business.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: um, but I met her one day through new friends that I had been making, um, you know, my second, my first year of, of uni for a lot of people, I think it's, it's pretty difficult, you know, to find your footing and your yeah. grounding in the people that, you know, that you're going to be friends with for a long time. Yeah. Um, so I was figuring that out and I met her through them, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I was also, um, something to preface to, you know, I, I was exploring what my sexuality meant to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I always sort of knew that I wasn't, you know, this, like, I think sexuality is extremely fluid. I really have that belief, but, mm-hmm. um, I was still figuring that out. You know, I wasn't, I was in that. I, I was unsure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I was very open, um, you know, to new experiences. So as soon as I met her, I was like, okay, I understand what mm-hmm. I'm, what what's going on in my brain. Like, okay. I think this person is so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. they're so fun. They have the, they had this aesthetic that for me, I was like, okay. When I was little, I thought I wanted to like be these people because like be like this person. Mm-hmm. You know, that like skatery type of vibe, all of that. Um, but no, I think it was just because I was in love with those people. When I was young. <laughs>
0: You just didn't know it at the time.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I just couldn't place it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so I met her um, through those through those friends, and you know, we talked a little bit. Um, it didn't. I also am horrible at knowing when somebody likes me. You know, I just I'm like, oh, everybody's friendly. Just like me. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, but, you know, we started to talk a little bit more and more. Um, and then, you know, she kind of pulled me aside and was like, I really like you. Oh, nice. Um, and I was like, oh, my gosh, me too. Ooh, nice. um, <laughs> what would you know? Um, and so, you know, we kind of went through this very um, intense um, sort of first few weeks together. Um, so, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: So before, before she said, I like you, you liked her already. Yeah. What stopped you from telling her?
1: Um, I think it was because it was a new experience for me. You know, mm-hmm. I, for, I, you know, I, I known about her a little bit also, which I will say she had just gotten out of a relationship with somebody else yeah. and, you know, small school, these, there's lots of, you know, rumors going around um, and, you know, but those rumors are actually true. So she had cheated on her last girlfriend Mhm. Um, and that's basically what brought their relationship to an end um, And she was going through a tough time Just because she was um, Her friend group was based in um, her relationship with this other person oh, So she lost all of her friends Yikes lost her partner at the time
0: So before you discovered that you liked her mm-hmm. Did you know the story already? Or you found out the story after you guys got together?
1: No, I knew this before I did
0: hmm. Yeah uh, now, um, <laughs> the, now the reason why I asked that question is that So you knew that she had come out of a relationship Because she had cheated on someone
1: Yeah
0: I did So, know. so at some point when you were starting to figure out Just how much you feel about her Didn't you think mm, Maybe this might be a bad idea Because potentially she might cheat on me too
1: I absolutely did. But, you know, her charm, is just really...
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got hit by the charm, you know.
1: <laughs> I did. I did. And even you know, I was okay. sort of caught up in a new experience, too. Yeah. You know, I had I'd gotten, you know, attention from male, like from, I guess, more male-identifying people my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um and this was something new for me. Um, okay. And it felt really nice, you know. Yeah, it so felt you're caught up in the bit-
0: whole storm, you know, of emotions, you know, the excitement of the experience, yeah. the excitement of discovering what you you liked at the time and so yes. forth. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Got it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Um, so she's like, and, I
0: like you. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I like you too.
1: Yeah. And so started this, you know, the this just compassionate, passionate, intense um, just like you know, there's a stereotype that lesbians, after a week together, like after a week of knowing each other, they move in together. That's like a stereotype, which right. I don't, I don't condone stereotypes. But in this situation, mm-hmm. it was very much like that. We very much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was your reality at that time.
1: Yeah, it was my reality exactly. So,
0: did um, I, I, you know when? Um, but whenever I've started a relationship, I've I've always tried to to be clear that there's a point that I can. I mean, there's a date and a moment I can point back to and say, this is when we got together. Mm. Did you two have that date that clearly said, okay, this is when we got together? Or you're just like, we like each other so much, it doesn't matter, we're doing this.
1: Oh, so, (laughs) basically, um, when we had talked about it, she had pointed it from the very first time that we, like, kissed each other. I don't agree with that. Um, now looking back on it, just because. So I will tell you a story. Like I will tell you sort of how it progresses, which I think might yeah. answer your question. Is yeah, that okay yeah. with you? Yeah, okay.
0: yeah, cool, perfect. Go for it.
1: So after a few weeks together, um, you know, I am in this like total state of bliss. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I'm being treated so well. Um, she was really happy. Cause I think that she, you know, again, she had somebody now that, so she wasn't as worried about making new friends, about having to like this gap of, you know, not having friends.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I think she put sort of, sort of her time spent with me was sort of, um, filled in mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. But there was one night where I decided to go out with some of my friends um, who were my, who were older than me, um, mm-hmm. and so they wanted to go out into the city. Um, and so I was like, "Okay, yeah, let's 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 go." Um, and she stayed behind with actually my best friend at the time. So that's that'll become relevant mm-hmm. <laughs> in one second. Um, and so I'm out. I'm having great time with my friends. Um, and mind you, we'd only been speaking to each other for a few weeks, right? But we were very much into one another, Yeah. but we hadn't said, oh, we're going to be in a relationship. Right. Um, and so so this
0: was friends with benefits at, at, at that
1: moment, mm -hmm, not really friends with benefits. There was an intense connection. Like I would say we were seeing each other. I wouldn't say that we were in a relationship. I wouldn't say that we were friends with benefits. There was a lot of emotion there. Um,
0: so what was it?
1: I guess a ship. I guess. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like that. Okay. Okay.
1: Um, but you know, um, there were very intense feelings involved. Um, and so I come home, you know, from this night of going out, having great time with my friends. Mm-hmm. And I had to, I think I had to go back to her, yeah, to her room, to her dorm room to grab um, like some like some my shoes or something like that. I had left something in her room. Yeah. I'm going, you know, cause it's, it's very late at night. I'm expecting to like, you know, be very quiet. I'm expecting her to be there asleep. Yeah. Um, she hadn't been answering her phone. So I just assumed, oh, she's, she's sleeping. She doesn't leave her door. Um, you know, locked. We had talked about it before. She said, you know, if you ever need anything, you can go into my room. That doesn't feel like a boundary for me. Okay. Um, and so I went in to grab it and she wasn't there. Um, hmm. and so naturally I was like, okay, a little bit worried. Um, but you know, she has her own life autonomy. She can do whatever she wants. Um, but so then I get a call from my, uh, from her and she goes, oh, I'm in your best friend's room. And I said, what? I'd, like for a second, I said, okay. Um, so I'm walking back and my best friend's room was actually like right next to mine.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I walk back, um, and I knock on the door and Cedar opens the door with no clothes on.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. And I was like, uh, what? What is, what's happening? Mm -hmm. Yeah So I come to find out obviously that the two of my best friend and Sira had slept together
0: So how long had Sira known your best friend for?
1: Not long at all, she basically met through us Wow Yeah
0: And did she know who was knocking on the door when she opened the door?
1: I think they were both, you know, pretty intoxicated. So I'm not. Aye, I'm,
0: aye, yeah. yeah, yeah, Okay.
1: So naturally I'm like, oh my goodness. Um, I was very upset. And I think in that moment I realized how much I liked her too. But yeah. um, it just felt like uh, this betrayal on, you know, both parts. And I'm not going to sit here and say that she cheated on me or anything like that because we weren't in. We'd never had this conversation of, okay, we're in a monogamous relationship. Um, but it was very dramatic for me <laughs> at the time and I can it imagine felt, Yeah, it felt really hard um, it, it, so,
0: so Something for me feels very adventurous about, about Sira and your best friend Because yeah. you said your best friend's room was, was right next to yours, right? Yeah So at any time you could have walked in to get into your room And just check in on your best friend anyway to say hey And you yeah. could have busted them
1: yeah, and I mean, I the thing is, I, I I the thing is, is I sort of did right. They're right in the middle of you know, yeah, getting it on. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that that takes a lot of guts. I I I would yeah. think. I mean, if yeah, if I was to decide to cheat, I wouldn't be doing right next to a girlfriend's house or girlfriend's room. Yeah, that is way too close. Unless I like the sensation of danger and the feeling of danger you know, in that moment.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I think that.
0: So what was at play there? The
1: thing is, right, I had talked to her a little bit, like in the in the weeks before that, about what mm. had happened in her previous relationship, you know, like I just wanted to know, I just wanted to understand, I don't think that every single person who cheats on somebody is a bad person. I really don't. I think that people make mistakes um, and that, you know, there, well, there was something there that drove you to do that. I mean, there's a lot of people who cheat just because they're, not nice people, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I wanted to sort of figure out, okay, what, what was happening? What are the, what were the nuances there? What was, what was your truth? Like, please tell me um, if you're comfortable. And she just basically said that, you know, she felt like she was um, like suffocated in that relationship. She couldn't do anything. Yeah. Um, and she's not from the U S she's actually international. She's mm-hmm. an international student. So mm-hmm. she said, when I went back home, I just felt like I could breathe again. And so I asked her, well, why didn't you just break up with, you know, your partner? She was like, I felt like I couldn't get out. I felt like I couldn't. And this was the only way that I could, you know, get out.
0: Wow. Yeah. I I, I really like that because that ties in directly into lesson number three, which is don't be afraid to leave a situation that doesn't fill your cup. Right. And whilst I know that wasn't your lesson, it was, you know, Cedar's lesson. It's very relevant. Leaving a situation is not as easy as just leaving, is it?
1: Yeah, it's not, it's not, which will become apparent in, yeah. in our, it's, it's a lesson that I learned myself mm-hmm. for, for the, in this relationship too. Okay. Um, and so basically after that, I thought, you know what, I'm done with the both of these people. I mm-hmm. cannot, I, I don't know how to process this. Right. Like mm-hmm. I just, I can't, um, but after, you know, just to speed the story up a little, um, I basically forgave them both.
0: <laughs> Why did I you think, do that?
1: I mean, I think a lot of it was fear, especially for my, for my best friend. You know, I didn't want to lose somebody that was so important to me. I really didn't. Um,
0: but, the way, but they were prepared to lose you by, right, get, you know, um, by getting with your person. So they didn't right. put you first in the yep. same way that you're putting them first now. So yeah. really, why did you do it?
1: I mean, like I I think that sometimes around certain friendships, relationships, I'm, I'm an anxious person myself. Mm -hmm. So I didn't, I didn't want, and, and the thing is the, both of them did, they did a lot of work to sort of get me like, to get me to like, forgive and move on. I'm not going to say that they didn't, um, because they, both of them really, really did, um, and so I sort of was like, okay, I'm also in this situation where if, if I forgive one of them, mm-hmm. I'm feeling like I need to forgive the both, both. of them. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Right?
1: Because yeah. it, it feels unfair.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and also, um, a lot of, so the two of them were connected to my friends. It just felt like really messy, right? So for me, in my mind, I was like, okay, let me just make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. And let me just forgive. And so that I can move on. So it's not in my headspace anymore um which ultimately i don't think was the correct decision <laughs>
0: hmm.
1: but i you know i did anyway okay um just to sort of get it out of my just to move on i forgave
0: i mean did you really manage to move on though
1: no i did not which you know i ended up resenting her so much because of this one thing that she had done
0: her who your best friend Sita.
1: Sita. Yeah. My best friend, there's a whole other, she and she had, um, she was battling with a lot of like mental health issues, things like that. So she actually left university for a year or two. Okay. Um, And so we've worked on our relationship separately. Um, But I sort of moved on with Sita while my best friend wasn't really there in the picture anymore. She wasn't physically in our space.
0: Question for you Mm -hmm. Did trust issues come into play now?
1: Yes, exactly. That's, that was a big thing Hmm. that happened in our, in our relationship. Um, but basically after I, you know, forgave, um, well not forgave, I guess after we stopped talking about it as much, let me put it like that. I'm not going to say forgave. Um, I don't, I'm struggling to find the correct word because I definitely didn't forgive. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, let's okay. So, as I tried to forget <laughs> about yeah, it,
2: yeah, yeah,
1: um, you know, we continued with a relationship. It was fine, you know. It, it was rocky at times, but there was still like an immense al- amount of love that she had for me. Um, you know, she would do very sweet things. We, she cared about me a lot and intended to me a lot. Um, I was struggling with um, some chronic like health issues Mm
2: -hmm.
1: um and so I felt like she was really there for me in that context um and you know it was good you know that we would have some very explosive fights Mm -hmm. um that honestly I felt like circled back to this betrayal that I felt right like I was like you slighted me and I feel like I feel horrible right Mm -hmm. But I tried, you know, I, I also recognized that I, I liked her so much, you know, I was like, okay, she's tried really hard. She hasn't done anything since, Um, you know, and, and in the back of my mind, I was like, she cheated on her last partner. And she basically did the same thing again to me after even a few weeks, yeah. you know, that was in the back, that was in the back of my mind. Yeah, yeah um but you know it was fine and then we so uh, our winter break comes around and we actually by total coincidence were both going back to her home country ooh i was doing some work um like with a nonprofit mm-hmm. in her country and mm-hmm. she was going home obviously to visit her yeah, family
0: yeah yeah
1: and, and, um, she wasn't out, she, she hadn't told her parents about, um, her sexuality. So her parents to now they, now they know, but they didn't at that point, this mm-hmm. was back in 2017. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, we, we both made plans to be like, okay, well it's the new year. Maybe I should come over to you just for a few days. I could probably take a few days off of, you know, volunteering with this nonprofit and come and see you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and you know, it was, I went, I met her friends, I met her family, you know, they all, you know, we all got along. Um, I felt like, you know, you know, I felt good about being in her space, but again, this is in the back of my mind. I'm also struggling right with my own sexuality and how to deal with being in a relationship like with a woman, um, all of these things. And so I'm like struggling with this, but also feeling like extremely suffocated, um, the type of love that she was giving me it was very much a like i I don't want to say controlling type of love but that's kind of how it was it was sort of like because she didn't have any friends it was really just me she would get angry at me you know when i would go out with my friends or when i would do things with my friends um or i just and i also was you know i'm i was studying to go to medical school so it's you're always studying it's
0: very demanding yeah
1: Yes, it's a very demand. And then, you know, I also played sports in college. So I was doing, I was trying to make time for my friends, for my sports, for my 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 studies, um, and also manage this relationship that was really beginning to sort of take a toll on me, not only for, you know, the reasons of what I've mentioned, but just the way that she was. It was very demanding. Um, and I felt like... You know,
0: it's interesting that you say it's very demanding because it is in terms of time. But, you know, apart from you thinking about what happened in the past constantly. Yeah. It's also this awareness you now have that this person depends on you.
1: Right. And it was just this emotional drain too of like, if you don't spend time with me in the way that I want, in the amount that I want, then I take love away from you. Wow. And so (laughs) that was hard for me because I've experienced a lot of trauma in, in previous relationships. So... I and, and trauma in that way of sort of like if you don't give me what I want, then I take love away from you
0: yikes so for so for you already that's a trigger issue, isn't it?
1: yeah, I felt I think about in you know in eighty percent of the relationship when we were together, I felt constantly triggered of like going home and being like uh, home as in like to our dorm room yeah, <laughs> to yeah. my dorm room yeah yeah um and being like I don't know what version of her I'm gonna get. Is she going to be happy or is she going to be upset that I was 20 minutes late to yeah, a dinner yeah. date that we had planned because I was with friends?
0: No, no. If you're constantly feeling this level of suffocation, you know, the the mm-hmm. the, the, the whole cancel culture that is prevalent now would mm-hmm. in the blink of an eye say leave.
1: No. So I don't why mm-hmm. couldn't
0: you have left at that time? What was holding yeah. you back so that you wouldn't have this burden on your shoulders?
1: I was afraid. I really was because not only were, was she struggling with mental health. Um, if I, if I tried to leave a few times and obviously I could have tried harder, but she would, um, lock herself, um, in her dorm room and, Mm -hmm. um, take try attempted to like take pills, um, and, you know, drink alcohol with them so that and she would basically say, if you leave me, I'll kill myself or I'll die. So using language like that, which in, 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 when you're in that moment, oh, right. Yeah. I can understand, right. Like of, you know, somebody like me, you know, it, my, my feelings were, oh my gosh, you know, if, if she, she's in a bad place and if I leave, I'll make it worse.
0: You know, you were literally trapped.
1: Yeah. So I really felt extremely, extremely trapped. Um, and when I went, so when I was in her respective country doing my work, um, hmm. I met this person. And she also, it's, it's important to the story to mention that whenever we went to um, her respective country, she said to me, I want to be in an open relationship.
0: Oh, oh she said that to you?
1: Yeah. And I said,
0: Why? Yo, that is a, <laughs> that's a big thing to say.
1: That, yeah, and it is a big red flag to me. Massive. Right? Right. And I, she also told me about a few people that she had been involved with um, back at home. What
0: does involved uh, mean?
1: So she had, so the person that she cheated on her previous girlfriend with is from her home country. Oh. So my mind immediately went there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was my gut feeling that I should have trusted. But I said to her, okay, we can be in an open relationship, but we can't be involved with anybody that we've been involved with before.
0: Okay, so what did open relationship for you guys mean? Did it mean you could flirt with somebody else or you could actually sleep with that person? Go the whole nine yards.
1: It was never, it was never defined. It was never, um, you know, she, I, I, I tried, I, I said, well, what do you mean by that? Mm-hmm. Let's set some ground rules. But it was very vague, very unclear. Um, and so I sort of was just trying to just ignore it and do my, I was like, who am I going to meet really Okay, um, when it's, I'm doing this, when I'm doing, you know,
0: so, so, so just whilst you on this, you were in medical school, right? At this point.
1: No, so I was, I was in uni at this time. So oh, okay. in, in America, you do four years of like, sort of like, the like university and then four years of medical school. Okay. Yeah. Where I
0: was, where I was going to go with that was. Um, if 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 you have been in med school at that time, I think you need to be very thorough with with with, with your stuff, with your findings. Yep. At least that your your diagnosis is as accurate as possible. Then you know how to treat someone. Right. So if if that was the frame of thinking at the time, you would have taken that opportunity to dig real deep and say, okay, mm. Sita, I really want to understand what this means. But it felt as if you you took a shallow approach to inquire all of this stuff. Yeah. And 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 it's felt as if are the bits and pieces from before were always on the surface. Now, do you generally tend to take things on the surface or you you can go deep if you need to?
1: I think now I do my best to go as deep as possible because mm-hmm. I think like open communication is key. Yeah. Apparently, I didn't do that enough, you know, in this in this relationship, but I also think that I didn't because I was so tired, you know. I was so emotionally drained, drained from yeah. everything that was happening that I couldn't I couldn't handle it. I yeah. couldn't. Yeah. Um, and so and then we get there, you know, I'm doing my thing. And she all of a sudden says to me, Oh, I don't want to be in an open relationship anymore. <sighs> I, I Come want us on, to be. <laughs> yeah.
0: And it's seems, it
1: seems like it's going back and forth.
0: Oh my gosh. And, and then, uh, but what did you say when she said that? Were you like, okay.
1: Well, so it took, so basically what happened was she said, I don't want to be in an open relationship. And I said, you know what? I don't think I want to be either. I was feeling really uncomfortable about that. I'm glad that you said something. But then two days later, she's taking a trip to a different country. So she's going to a different country and goes, actually, I do want to be in an open <sighs> relationship again.
2: Come on. And I
1: said to her, you know what? <sighs> I, I actually just need a complete break from you. I can't do this. You know, I was like, I'm feeling so trapped, so suffocated, and I'm feeling like you're controlling me. Yeah. And again, it comes with crying on the phone, which you know that's a normal response. You can cry if you want, but then comes the I'm going to kill, kill myself. myself if you don't. If you if you're not with me, blah blah blah, all these things. Mm. Um, and I just sort of was like, I just need space. I'm not saying that we're breaking up. I just need this time yeah. to be away from you.
2: Yeah.
1: But. So uh, when I'm when I'm working in this non like in this nonprofit I meet this person who and mm-hmm. I I can't describe it to you uh, to an extent that's going to make you feel what I felt okay. um but honestly it felt like oh my goodness this person is a breath of like fresh air really This person like and it was you know when you meet those people that you're able to just
0: just be yourself, be yourself around yeah. yeah
2: and
1: and it feels like you've known them forever Mhm um, that was what this person did for me. And I think that it probably was definitely not probably ac- absolutely was amplified because I was going through such a hard time. Yeah. With um, with you would see, yeah, yeah. And um I think also this comes the the lesson of don't seek this I- external validation for these internal needs okay. of like feeling like controlled comes into play too. Right. But this person was uh, was was just amazing and we took it you know we took it very slow I didn't I didn't really mention to him that I had you know that I was that I was dealing with this Mm -hmm. um but I also didn't think that I really had to because he'd mentioned to me oh like I have I have a girlfriend where I'm from so I didn't even I didn't even think of him in um a sexual way like at all
0: so in what way was it making you feel amazing then
1: I just think if if it didn't have a
0: sexual component to it
1: well, I think that, you know, a lot of my friendships that I have make me feel amazing and fill my cup in a lot of different ways. But mm-hmm. I think this, this definitely felt, you know, di- I mean, there for me, there was like a sexual component, but I didn't feel like because this person had. Um, a partner, I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to act on that. And he's not going to act on
0: it because he
1: has has a partner.
0: But did you find him physically attractive though?
1: Yes, absolutely. I did. So I think that that was a little bit of excitement Okay.
0: Yeah. 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 Okay.
1: Yeah. And so, um, you know, we, we had bonded, we'd gone on, like we were on this beautiful mountain basically. And so we had gone on runs together, hikes together, talked about life, like all of these things and um, hmm. we've been working obviously a lot together. And then one day we're just sitting, we're just sort of like sitting. I can't remember exactly where we were, but I think we were outside at like the one little bar that they had on this entire little, um, on this tiny <laughs> island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, "So I broke up with my girlfriend." Mm. And I was like, "Oh, I should probably mention to you that I had had a partner. And we are sort of, you know, on a break. Mm. We are taking it." And so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And basically, then we both sort of were like, "I really like you." Um,
0: What he said that
1: we we both sort of did. It was sort of like,
0: "Well, you wouldn't have said it at the same time." Someone said it before (laughs) the other. Who said it? He said it.
1: He said it first. Mm, I'm letting (laughs) other (laughs) people take (laughs) the
0: lead. Okay. Um. And and then you're like, (laughs) "I like you too."
1: Yep um and basically you know um, you know this was over the course of a few days and i was leaving in a few days after that to go back to yeah. the states yeah 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 um and but like that didn't really matter we talked a lot about sort of what we were going to do um like long distance wise and i sort of was like i don't think that i'm in a place to have a relationship with you yeah number one because we've only really known each other for a week Mm -hmm. and we're we live on like opposite sides of the world so that doesn't for me like i told him i was like i can't do long Long distance distance, i know i'm not good at that um Mm -hmm. it's just gonna feel like a strain i don't want to feel like i'm limiting you i don't want to feel limited Mm -hmm. so we didn't um you know pursue a relationship Um, further but obviously we didn't stop speaking to one another um, when I got back but this becomes my mistake now because I'm feeling like I get back to the states all of my friends are you know in the same place they're connected to Cedar all these things so I'm sort of grappling with okay what do I do now right Mm. like I met this person but I also have this person who, I, who I'm not trying to say I don't have feelings for. I didn't have feelings for.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, because I absolutely did. But there's just this element of constantly feeling trapped yeah. and controlled.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And being afraid to leave because I knew that it didn't fill my cup. But also knowing, like, not being really emotionally ready to handle all of those implications of what it meant to leave.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: So... Basically, I didn't stop talking to this person. I don't... I, we'll call him... I don't know. We'll call him Sam.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah.
1: And... But I, you know, was sort of beginning to start up this relationship again with Sira. Because I was feeling like, you know, the rhetoric of I'll die without you, you know. And also, like, seeing, like, physical, um, like, bruises on her body of self-harm. Mm. All of these things, you know, feeling like really trapped by that, and that's not an excuse for what I did, you know. Still, like continually continuing this like emotional connection with Sam, but also having Cira right in my immediate space.
0: I mean, I mean but between the two of you, that was okay in quotes because remember, she said, "Let's be open. Let's not be open. Okay, let's be open." So at this point, you guys were still in the open space. So you and Sam are not really. Bad for your type of arrangement because Sira had said you guys can be open. So why were you feeling bad?
1: Well, I was feeling bad because when I came back to the States, you know, she asked me, can we be together again? And I said, Mm -hmm. yes, but I didn't stop speaking to Sam.
0: Yeah, but she didn't say you guys should stop being open. So you would have been okay anyway.
1: Well, she was also sort of the way that we had when she kept going on that back and forth of I want to be open. No, I don't want to be open. I want to be open. Um, her final thing on it was, I don't want to be open Okay. and when right. you come back, I want to be in a relationship with you.
0: Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Makes sense. So,
1: and I, you know, I didn't, the nature of their conversation, my conversations with Sam were not in any way like sexual. It was more of just like, he sort of knew what was going on in this relationship was, you know, calling me to check up to make sure everything was okay. But obviously there are emotions, there's an emotional, you know, feeling involved. Yeah. Um, and I didn't, I didn't stop it because I, number one, like I said, felt trapped and I felt, you know, I felt feelings for both of them. I really did. Um, but I think that that if I would if I was going to get out at any point and do it in a healthy way, it would have been right there, Mm -hmm. but I didn't do that. Um, and I'm not going to try and say that it's all her fault because I felt, you know, she made me feel X, Y, Z sort of way. I Mm. mean, her truth, uh, you know, I, I can't speak for her. Um, as far as what she would have said about the situation, but I'm sure that she had a very good, you know, explanation for whatever was going on in her mind. Yeah. Um, and I won't, I don't want to discredit that, you know, in any way. Um, and I'm sure her story about, you know, everything that happened in our relationship is completely different to mine. Mm.
2: Um,
1: and that, and I want to be not different, but, um, you know, the way that she felt is going to be different than the way that I
0: felt. Yeah. And obviously that ties into your first lesson. There's two truths to every experience right yeah okay
1: and you know the funny thing is is you know after all of these horrible things that happened to the both of us in this relationship we're actually still very good friends um (laughs) which a lot of people are surprised by so i mean this is a it's a very long-winded story um and so we just worked we worked on it you know we 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 just, she has a new uh, partner who becomes relevant later because um, I was cheated on again Uh, with this person. uh,
0: Yeah. Okay. That was going to be, that was going to be one of my questions to say, okay, so, you know, we had got to the point where she's starting to say, "Look, let's get back, you're battling, feeling trapped. Mm
1: -hmm. Sounds to me
0: like you eventually said, okay, you know, let's, let's give this a shot. Let's keep this going. Yeah. And then she cheated on you again.
1: Well, well, so that, that happened maybe like a year or two later. Um, but basically. How did you find out? So, well, okay, so before I before I tell that story, she yeah. actually found out about Sam and what had happened. how um so on Valentine's Day, actually, if you can believe it <laughs> um, right. on that day, I remember that day very vividly because i I was just feeling so horrible i'm I was trying to get to my um track practice. I was a track runner mm-hmm. um, and I said to her, listen, I have to go to practice and I don't mean to like throw this bomb on you, but I can't do this anymore. I'm feeling so trapped. I feel horrible. I can. And so she starts pulling on my leg, not letting me leave um, the room. And Mm. she goes, I can't let you leave here. You know, if you don't, if you, if we're not going to be together. And that's, this point i'm already on thin ice with my team because i'm late to all of my practices because of these explosive
0: oh, arguments
1: that we were having yeah yeah yeah. and so i said to her okay okay we'll talk about this later She goes, but we're together right we're together we're still together
0: oh my gosh
1: and all the only thing that i had the strength to say was yes we're still together um and i should have gotten up the strength to say something else but when you're in a when you're in that you know, situation of survival mode. That's what I'll call it. Yeah. You know, you just do whatever feels good for you in that one second because you just have to survive. You just have to get out. Um, and so I'm at my track practice. Then I go get dinner with my friends. Um, you know, I had, um, There was, like, some event going on at our school, so I was like, okay, I'm going to spend a few few hours with my friends, but it's also Valentine's Day, I want to be cognizant of that, even though all of this is going on. Mm. And I get back to my my room, and she's in my room. And I'm like, uh, why are you here? (laughs) Yeah. And, um... She had gone through my, she knew my passwords to my, to my laptop and to my social media. So she went into my Facebook, which is how I've been communicating with Sam the and Sam, read all yeah. of my messages. Yeah. And so she found out, but she didn't tell me at first that she had found out. So I thought everything was okay. And then she looks at me dead in the eye and goes, did you cheat on me? And I said, no, I didn't cheat on you. Um, which was a lie because emotional, I feel like emotional cheating is also like not stopping to, you know, not me, not stopping me, not me talking to Sam <laughs> in
0: my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> is, is, is a
1: cheating, right? Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah, I know yeah. that now, mm-hmm. um, but I was in it and I didn't, you know, I wasn't processing all those things.
0: Um, I, I don't know about you and Sam, hey. Okay. Because I'll be very honest here
1: mm-hmm.
0: Sam to me feels like that friend Who was filling an emotional gap that you had Yeah That needed filling
1: Absolutely
0: He doesn't feel like a romantic lover
1: I mean I think Even the fact that he felt romance And I was sort of using that As a, you know, a gap that I needed to fill It doesn't matter you know, As long as he felt that I was still doing something wrong you know um and you know i'm not gonna I, I i did feel like a romantic connection but i think looking back on it now it was really to fill that need of like yeah of like oh my god i i feel so, yeah. I feel so-
0: you feel alive yeah
1: yeah and you need somebody to i i not you like i needed somebody in that moment to make me feel like my feelings of of feeling trapped was like, were valid because I was also being, I felt, I feel like gaslit to the mm. point of like, my feelings weren't valid and that I was selfish and that I was a horrible person for not spending time with her yeah. when she needed me. Um, but she found out obviously was calm for two seconds and then absolutely exploded Explosive, on me. Yeah. Yeah. Like told me ugh, the things that she said, I was the most disgusting human alive that I didn't deserve to be alive. Um, and I was, like I said, I was like battling some chronic health issues, but they were exacerbated by like stress and stressful environments. Mm -mm. So I was throwing up everywhere as she's yelling at me. Um, and also I had a condition where I would like continually faint for no reason. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: and so I was like fainting, getting up like her, like basically like nursing me back to health so that she could yell at
0: me. Oh my gosh.
1: And, um. It was horrible. She said, "Get you know, I never want to talk to you again. Um, you're the most horrible person alive. I introduced you to my family and you do this to me. Uh, you know, normal, la- not normal language, but hurtful language because she was so hurt you about know, what I did.
0: I'm, I'm really struggling with, with how she was making you feel. Because remember, you yeah. sacrificed your own happiness yeah. just to get back with. The- In fact, you didn't forgive her. You, you chose to forget. Yeah. Right, and she never brought it back to her, ever. And then she has this explosive reaction when she's done the same thing to two other people before. Yeah, just ain't right.
1: Yeah, it's not right. It wasn't right at all. But I, I, I also heard you say that I didn't bring it up about what had happened with my best friend and her. I did. I, when we would argue, I would definitely bring it up. So I wasn't innocent in that. You know, um, I definitely brought it up as something that I was struggling with. And she was like, "Well, you can't move on." Um, Like our relationship is struggling because you can't move on from this thing that happened. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, that's not really fair (laughs) because I'm allowed to struggle with it." Yeah, Um, yeah. But um, she told me that she basically didn't want anything to do with me, Um, and I respected it. I respected that decision because I was like, "Wow, I really, I am." You know,
0: I needed this as well because you needed that break, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've that was when we took this break. I felt I felt better, but I also felt this immense amount of of guilt because of the language that she had been using mm. and you know i also was was to the point i was like struggling i was losing not losing friends but spending less and less time with my friends because of of this relationship so now i'm feeling like the one who who needs who needs um a relationship or needs her in some way because i'm struggling with my friendships because of the relationship right um But I'm feeling that like, okay, well, if we're not together, what am I going to do? Um... And mm. so again, and also, so I tried to leave it. I tried to be like, okay, well, you know, you're mad at me. You let me know when you're ready. But she would show up to my room into my space and yell at me and try and argue with me. And then I would be like, no, your, your feelings are valid. I'm really sorry. I messed up. And then she goes, so what are you going to do about it? And like, and i would be like, well, if you don't want to be with me, then we don't have to be together. And she'd be like, oh, that like use language. Like, oh, that's all you're going to say really no. shows how much you cared about me in the first place. Right. So constantly being gaslit.
0: Talk about a toxic, vicious cycle.
1: Oh, it was, it was one of the most toxic relationships I, I've ever been in. <laughs> um, and so, but you know, details aside, um, we moved on from that um, and were together, you know, for a year and a bit more, I think. Um, but, it was, but it was by no means happy at mm. all. Mm. But I also realized, I also found out. That while I was in, um, the, she went to, when she went to that different country, while we were in her respective countries, she mm-hmm. went with the intent of um, basically being with this other person that she had been with previously. Um, wow. It's a different person. So I wow. found out that she was really angry at me for what I'd done with Sam, but she basically was doing the same thing. At the same time you so know, that,
0: Did you know have been told before That sometimes somebody's reaction to something Is a reflection of what they've been up to
1: Of what they've been up to, exactly So um, when I found out I was actually very calm
0: <laughs> Why were you so calm?
1: I think I had just been hurt By so this much. person so many times That I was like, I'm numb inside yeah. I don't feel anything, yeah. you know
0: yeah.
1: And I said, I never want to talk to you ever again um, But again She begged me to stay and was like, well now we're on even
2: well, now we're even
0: wow. that was
1: the language, right? And I believed her. I believed her.
0: <laughs> what do you mean you believed her? I mean this is <laughs> all an, you know for her this is all an emotional game. You yeah, know, I scored was. a point, so I got one up on you. You know, now you get an yep. opportunity to to, to yep. match up and get to to the yeah. same level.
1: Yep. Um and then, you know, basically we spent a summer together in um in like in a different country we both ended up having jobs in the same country which yeah. i know people would be like oh when didn't you guys try and end up in the same countries mm. no really we just both have similar ties to similar countries because yeah. i'm not just from the us yeah yeah, yeah of um, course yeah and we ended up working in the same countries yeah yeah um and basically we had this summer of of healing together it was just her and i outside of our university campus um and we weren't, you know, in a strict relationship. We just, again, were just taking it slow, figuring each other out again um, in a way that was away from our friends. That didn't make us feel like we had to be in anything or do anything. Mm. Um, and so, I would say, um, and there's obviously a lot of details there, but I think the main thing out of that was we had this summer of like healing together, um, and we went back to our college campus again and started, you know, fresh, but. Again, when you have so many problems like we did, it lasted, what, maybe a week or two? <laughs> oh, this is <laughs> before nuts. Before we had, before we really were in a bad spot. And, and I actually am going to shift and say that the problem started with me. I was in such a bad place that I was so resentful
0: Yeah.
1: Um, that I just hated seeing her. Anytime yeah. I would see her, I'd be in a bad mood. I yelled a lot. I did a lot of things that I shouldn't have done um and it started to take a toll on her i really i could tell yeah, you know
2: yeah
1: um but it was just this like regurgitation of all of the harm and the um you know shame and guilt that i felt
2: yeah
1: um basically being projected onto her yes and i saw her basically withering you know away because of the things that you know the, the similar language of like um, you know, you, you she would say to me, like, you're not deserving to be in this relationship with me because of what you did. I basically used the same narrative. I turned it around onto her mm-hmm. because I was in such a bad place, which is not an excuse, yeah. like by any means. Yeah. But I think it sort of helps one understand what ha- like, you know, where I was at in my emotional state. Um, and so we basically spent the better part of eight months, maybe like that. But still, we decided. Okay, we're gonna be fine. Let's sign a lease together. <laughs>
2: <gasps> oh come
0: on! I
1: know. I look. I tell, oh, you know, I tell this story, I'm Like, what was I
0: thinking? What was I doing? Oh, uh, uh, Lerato, I need. Uh, I am. I'm, I'm really trying to understand. Yeah. I, I mean, I get it. I, I get a lot of the stuff that 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 stopped you from disconnecting, and it's a very real thing that you had to be careful of.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was afraid. Yeah. At some
0: point, couldn't you have got some form of external help to say, hey, you know, I'm in this situation. I need help. How can I deal with this?
1: Yeah, and a lot of my friends tried. My first, I have, I have amazing friends. I think that they're, you know, they really helped me yeah. in so many different ways. Yeah. But whenever you're in a situation like that, nobody really understands the nuances of except course. for those two involved. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And when you just tell this story, you know exactly how I'm telling it. Mm-hmm. You know, any outsider would be like, "What the f? Yeah, yeah, exactly. What are you guys doing?" Yeah,
0: yeah you know what um, I mean. But one, if you're in the situation, you never really see it like that. Do it's you?
1: very different. Right. And even me now, I'm like, what the F was I doing? Um, but basically long story short, we, we signed this lease. And then I find out that she had been cheating on me again with a different person. And Lord that was my mercy. final straw. <laughs> my final straw. I absolutely lost it. Like you'll ask my friends, yeah. like, because they were sort of, they, um, a few of them were living next to me. Mm-hmm. I was like screaming at the, I had this like, ner- it was like a snap, like a breakdown. Um, it's like I can't do this anymore. I can't with this person like i'm so unhappy. She's unhappy We are not good together. I need to get the hell out of here And so finally I picked up all of my things and my 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 really good friends were like just come just come and stay in my room you yeah. Don't even tell her where you went just pick up your things and go.
2: Yeah
1: um, and that's basically what I did Um, and there was, you know, a few weeks back and forth of like, no, please take me back all of these things, even though she'd actually been starting a relationship with a new person who's, who she's still dating now. Um, and you know, I, in the back of my mind, I was like, do I want to even try and make this work? I really don't, but also we've signed a lease together, you know, what do I do? Mm -hmm. Um, and She, we basically left it as she went away for the summer again. And I stayed in the apartment that we had signed a lease on Mm -hmm. and both of us had, we grew separately. Um, we would check in with, she would check in with me every now and then to kind of be like, I still love you. All of these things But I knew That she was developing This relationship With somebody else yeah, So I was yeah. sort of like Oh you have Somebody else now That's going to meet Your needs or whatever So that you're, you're Being much more gentle Like with me
0: And possibly She was just making sure That if things didn't Work out with that person She knew that You were kosher To come back here. Yeah.
1: yeah And when she was Finally settled In that other relationship That was when She just completely Let go of me Like it was nothing Jesus Yeah And that, I mean, and then when she came back, we tried to live together, you know, the two of us, but it was, it was bad. It wasn't, it was bad. And I had actually developed, um, I was seeing somebody else. And so we, I moved out of that apartment. And, um, yeah. her girlfriend, I mean, they wanted me to move out so the two of them could move in together. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt sort of slighted by that because yeah. I was the, I like put the space together, all these things, but I was like, you know what, actually, this will be very good mm-hmm. for the both of us to have our space. So I moved out and, um, we, we've, you know, we always, we really liked each other as people, which I know sounds hard to believe.
0: <laughs> no, do you know it's Based actually, it's actually on- not that difficult to believe because... I know a few people who've become boyfriend and girlfriend when when they should have just remained as very close friends. Yes,
1: and we and, discussed uh, that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it
0: feels like that's what happened with you guys.
1: Yeah, and I'm not gonna diminish the amount of like love that I had for her. Mm. I loved. I still do. I love her very much. Not in a romantic in a different way, way. Yeah, at all. Um, but I think that she is one of the most resilient, like lovely people that I have like, I have, um, I'm privileged to know her. I really, I feel that that way.
0: And I hope you give yourself the same credit because you are resilient to have dealt with all of that stuff and still have um, all of your shit together today. You're equally (laughs) resilient.
1: Thank you. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm friends with her and her current partner, um, I mean, me and her current partner aren't like best friends by any means. But anytime I do something with Cedar, I always invite her partner. Um, I've had them over for dinner. You know, we and you know, she feels
0: you don't feel jealous of them.
1: No, I actually, you know, I thought that I would because I feel like I I was slighted out of my apartment, (laughs) but I actually feel so happy because she's actually in a relationship that I believe for the very first time is healthy.
0: And also, you know, in the same breath, you're no longer trapped.
1: I feel, don't feel trapped. I feel so free. Yeah. Um, I feel like I learned so much from being in a relationship with her. Now, that now, like, if I see any signs of bullshit with somebody, I'm like, no, get out of my space. I'm of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Once bitten, twice shy.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, and I feel like I learned so much and I, um, you know, and you know, we talk about, she and I have talked about it, you know, I'm like, I'm really sorry for the harm that I caused you. I really am. Cause I, I see how I triggered you mm-hmm. and I see what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to, I want to be respectful and I want to let her step into her truth and like, let that sun shine on her face, you yeah. know, because she deserves that. Um, but it doesn't take away from, you know, the trauma that was caused on my end you know I I think I'm forever changed from this experience but Mm -hmm. I'm in no way afraid of her now you know I think like there was space for because it was so traumatic that if I saw her I could be really afraid of her and she could be very afraid of me but we've moved past that yeah um and I just think that you know, she's she's so lovely, but we just weren't meant to be together. We were just too different.
0: You know, I'm just processing all of that and thinking at the top of my uh, at the top of my mind. You know, this has got to be one of the biggest emotional roller coasters I've been on an episode. <laughs>
1: well, I apologize
0: uh, no, no, for I mean, taking I'm, you on in the roller <laughs> No, no, no need to apologize because yo, I, I, I it's it, it's just re reaffirmation for me. You know that people's situations are so different. Yeah. And there's just no room or scope to ever be judgmental because you don't know what somebody has been through.
1: Exactly. You
0: know, the, the the only three things that I would say for you, but which I know you've done already, is one, forgive yourself. Because what happened with with Sam and stuff was just you trying to be okay with what was happening. Yeah. You know, so if if anything that comes out of the situation with you and see that I hope you've forgiven yourself and recognize that you're actually okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then secondly, that you're in a good position to redraw boundaries. Because I think what's really important from, from what happened in your situation with Cedar is everything was quite fluid. You know, it was kind of go with the flow. You know, somebody di- dictates the pace of stuff and you're like, yeah, okay, let's be open. Okay, let's not be open. Okay, let's be open. Right. You know, be in a position to redraw those boundaries. And, you know, last but not least, um, take back your story yeah you know with what was happening with sam you were in a really good position to say i'm feeling trapped i need to let you know that i have an emotional void that you're not feeling you know yeah. can you fill that gap for me can we do something to make that happen
1: yeah yep i think that i've done a lot of that yeah a lot of that work um and i think just doing speaking this all out today has also yeah. really helped me um i i you know, will always feel some sort of level of guilt um, yeah. and shame for just how I treated another human being. Of course, I think that's yeah. my big thing. Yeah. Um, I never want to be the reason for somebody's sadness at all. And I think that I was for a little with yeah. Sira, but yeah. I'm so happy that we're both now in, in very good places. You know, it makes me smile every time she tells me something good that, you know, that's happened to her and, you know, we keep in touch, but not in any way that feels, yeah. you know, like a boundary.
0: Of course.
1: Um, and yeah,
0: and i am I am grateful that you shared this story, honestly. Thank it's,
1: you so much for having me.
0: <laughs> you know, I really know somebody's gonna benefit from this because, um, I've been in a situation where I felt emotionally trapped as well
2: yeah
0: and 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 I can relate to this thing that somebody tries to kill themselves because they did once they tried. They took a whole mm-hmm. heap of tablets. And I happened to be in the kitchen and I tried to gouge them out. Yeah, I think one or two may have gone down, but they were paracetamol. So if anything, if they were feeling some kind of pain, they had the benefit of pain being dulled for a little bit. Right. And I remember constantly feeling trapped in terms of, man, what can I do? Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, eventually some stuff happened and then we weren't together anymore. And I felt that relief. Yeah. So this, I'm confident is going to help someone. So thank you, thank you very much for making time to share so openly what happened with you and your your partner.
1: Thank you. And
0: just to do a recap for those who are listening to this episode of The Feeling Station, lesson number one was there are two truths to every experience. Lesson number two, don't seek external validation for internal needs. Don't choose relationships to fill gaps with things unmet in your own life. Third lesson, don't be afraid to leave a situation that doesn't fill your cup. And last but not least, recognize patterns what your gut tells you is usually correct. You've been listening to another episode of The Feeling Station. I'm your host Tinto and I look forward to catching you in next week's episode. Peace.
2: Oh. Tell me what you Let
0: me talk
2: about
0: my Do motoru no talk to jitter wanna love is said here no to